Oh, this is where I talk now. <laughs> Draft Brewed Blast, Milwaukee's favorite premium beer. More doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. Bavarians is for your man and you too. Ortlieb's tastes good like a beer should. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. That's right. Welcome in, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. We are the Unfiltered Gentlemen. So cheers. Welcome in. If you're joining for the first time, hope you have a beer with you. If you're one of our beer friends, welcome back. Hope you're staying well hydrated. I was not creative today, so my name is G-Unit. That was super not creative. And uh, joining me, as usual, is the... uh, Flex Master himself. Don't call him Senor. That's his dad. It's Mr. Flexi McBeery. What's up, Greg? Looking to get hydrated tonight. <laughs> well, you have come to the right place. And then uh, stepping in as well with an equally creative name <laughs> as mine is our good friend, Deb. Hey, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Let's get a little business out of the way here. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Shout out to Sacramento, California for being our top listening city of last week. I have a feeling that has to do with Erica, so thanks, Sacramento, for yeah, way to go, Sacktown. tuning in yeah, and hanging out with your girl. Uh, if you're on the socials, make sure you hashtag show us, our be- show us your beers and uh, tag us and all that good stuff. Rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is you get your podcast from. And finally, don't forget, if you uh, want to get some beer from Tavor, use our code UNFILTERED, Give a f- get a few bucks back. After you spend a few. All right. As you can tell by my amazing ability to say words today, I definitely need to up my hydration. So let's just kick things off right now. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for beer of the week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend. And I say, I think I'll have myself a beer. As we all dance, we're having ourselves a beer. Well, I'm having myself a beer, indeed. Uh, this comes from um, this comes from some very important beer science I did over the week, and I'll tell you about that in a couple of you. But first, I'm drinking Pure Project Brewing's Super Beta IPA, six and a half percent, has a four one five on Untapped from the brewery. They say Super Beta is a hop-driven tour de force. We blended a trio of New Zealand-grown hops, Nelvin. Wow. That's that's two and one. Nelson Sauvin, Motueka, and Southern Cross to impart notes of strawberry, candied pineapple, and delicate rambutan. Paired with a hefty addition of Washington-grown mosaic hops that deliver notes of white peach and sweet citrus, Super Beta and Spring couldn't arrive soon enough. Uh, I have never been to Pure. I've, in fact, never had Pure before this weekend. Had a couple of like collabs they'd been a part of, but nothing straight from the horse's mouth. And uh, had a few flights. It was delicious, as is Super Beta. Uh, very light on the nose here. Just hints of melon, maybe. Um, and then the flavor profile: a lot of fruit, like springtime fruit, like strawberries and peach, come to mind. I'm gonna dig in there for a sec. Yeah, peach really finishes things off. It's got a great soft mouthfeel. And uh, this is definitely a springtime drinker. It drinks like a pale, but it's an IPA. I love it. Nothing I love more than a delicious pale ale in the spring. You got to be careful when you're saying springtime drinker, because if you combine those two together, it could be pretty nasty. Springtime drinker? Come on. Sphincter says what? Sphincter? I was like... I was like, Sprime Drinker? What uh where are we going? That's with my this? Wayne's World. That's my Wayne's World throwback. <laughs> what? Very nice. Uh anyways, everybody go check yourself out. Some pure project. They're from San Diego if you haven't. Uh all right, so much to get to. Flex has got a beer. Uh Deb was gonna review a beer, but that brewery made the naughty list last week. So we're gonna hold off on that one and and uh Maybe it'll redeem itself someday. We will find out. Um, we got some news to talk about. And of course, we'll tell me where the week. Let me just address a couple of things. First of all, I'm on the most recent episode of the Booze Cast from the Booze League. So if you guys are looking for some extra podcast listening, go check out the Booze Cast over at boozeleague.com. 
and uh, listen to the one that I'm on because that's the good one. Yeah, you can <laughs> never have enough Greg. <laughs> I'd keep trying to tell my wife. She would beg to differ. <laughs> She's like, there's definitely a limit to Greg's. I think her and I have to have a talk then. <laughs> Please do. Uh, and then also, uh, not to get uh, too serious, but as you can tell, Scott, once again, not here, and I'll let him address what's going on if and when he pleases. But uh, last week we said he was having a little medical procedure. He's still recovering from that. Didn't quite go as smoothly, but uh, our our best to him. Uh, hopefully he'll be drinking beer in, in no time. I hear he has to take a little time off the sauce, which my heart dropped when I heard that. I was like, oh, God, how how is he going to make it through? Well, yeah, the sauce? Any, anybody who enjoys beer, the last thing you want to hear is you, you can't drink beer for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in the words of uh, our friend Big Dick Nick, take my life, not my beer. That's, <laughs> that's the right order there. So Take my eyes and not the shirts. <laughs> um, so there's that. Also, like I alluded to earlier, did some great beer research over the weekend. Uh, very last minute trip to San Diego. We had a trip booked and then our Airbnb canceled on us and we thought we weren't going to San Diego. And then last minute we found this uh, pretty sweet hotel on the water. It was near the airport, and uh, our, our balcony had nice little water views, and got to just sit out there and drink our coffee before we went on for the day to drink our booze. Dude, hell yeah! Fantastic. Sounds like you lucked out. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. In, it was better than our, our uh, Airbnb would have been. We got nice views, and I guess we lacked a kitchen, but other than that, it was. It was pretty sweet. Well, and how does um, a BNB cancel on you? So this was some bullshit. Um, this is like FedEx level bullet. No, ah. so. <laughs> Don't so, ship FedEx and don't <laughs> stay at B&Bs. Right. So uh, we went on Airbnb. We're having a hard time. Uh, they've raised prices galore. I guess they're trying to recover from COVID or something. And their cleaning prices are up. Their nightly prices are up. They've, they've got some crazy fees in there now. I mean, I shit you not, uh, our hotel, like our hotel, our Airbnb stay was about three times what the quoted price was because once they tack on all the fees and stuff, it was getting ridiculous. Anyways, we found one that wasn't insane, was in a pretty good area, allowed dogs. We had to take Barney the Brew Pup with us. And we you book it, and they have 24 hours to respond. Well, she didn't respond until like 2350. I mean, it was almost a full 24 hours, and I got this rejection notice, and then I got a, a message afterwards like, sorry, we're doing some remodeling, and I thought it might be done in time, but turns out it won't be. And I was like, what? So... There was a couple other ones that we had wanted that if this one didn't work out, but in that period of time, they were all gone and then only expensive ones were left. And so we're like, I, I guess we're not going to San Diego. And then uh, last minute we found this hotel that they must have had some cancellations or something, but ended up being much better price than the Airbnb. And uh, we had the water view and everything. And it was, it was really nice. We're out there on Harbor Island, pretty close to the airport, uh, not too far from Epic Brewing, if anybody knows where the mm-hmm. uh, Epic waterfront is. So. Uh, worked out really well. It's nice to get out of town for a few days. Right on, man. I'm happy happy for you. Where all Thank did you. you guys go? So uh, we did some hiking, and then we said never doing that again because we just about killed ourselves. <laughs> 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 then we needed to hydrate. So uh, the the hiking spot we went to, we've been to before. We enjoyed it. It's a fucking crazy hike, but uh, it's not too far from one of our favorites, Helix Brewing. So oh, yeah. we did the hike. Yeah. Then we went over to Helix and sat slash sour works and had some uh some sour beers and then some clean beers and we found a new place the name is escaping me which is fine because it was really not good <laughs> so i'll just not say the name anyways uh their food was pretty decent but the beer was oof i was I had one the wife had one i was like all right i'll give them one more shot order one more beer because they didn't do flights and uh that was it three bad beers we're out of there three strikes that's the worst yeah we uh we went to kilowatt brewing we went to epic of course we oh for the first time we went to stone at uh, liberty station there that was a really nice i've been to the main stone in escondido mm-hmm. many a time but never been to liberty station i haven't been there either oh it was, it was really nice i went there because our, our friend ali was always talking about how great it was so i was like we gotta check it out really nice really great food. i mean stone it's you know the food's gonna be great mm-hmm. i've seen um, pictures of that place that is just quite a facility they have over there yeah, it's insane, and most of it's outdoors anyway. So like they had to do very little for COVID, and yeah, it was a great spot. Had some good beers and some really good food. Um, like I said, Epic. Where else did we go? We went to oh, we went to Pure as I'm drinking now, which is fantastic. My first trip to Pure, and there was one more, and I should have written this down. 
I can't remember. I feel like there was one more, and it's escaping me now. Uh, and then our way out of town, we stopped up in Anaheim, checked out Radiant Beer Co., which we've had them on the show uh, right before they opened. And uh, I was very, very impressed by their beer. They had some great stuff. Had a couple of flights and a couple of pints and took some home as well. And then one last stop before we made it home was Lawless Brewing, which is a new one in North Hollywood. Uh, we stopped there. And uh, they've been open for about three weeks. And to be brutally honest, it was hit and miss. The good mm-hmm. ones were really good. And the other ones were, were pretty not so great. And, uh, you know, it's brand new. Need to learn your system. Totally happens. I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm not writing them off just yet. Their sour was our favorite of the day. They were great kettle sour. Ooh. It, uh, yeah, it was perfect, like hot day beer, a little tropical fruits, like some guava or something in there. And then you can't go wrong nice. with guava. Oh, it's mm-hmm. my favorite. It's my favorite uh, fruit edition. So damn good. Yeah. So, anyways, lots of research was done, and uh, it felt really good to go out and order flights. Like it sounds weird. We haven't done that in over a year. We haven't gone out and just ordered flights of new beer we've never tried before. Yeah, that's really new for you guys. I I can't, you know, can't say that I'm right there with you. We've been that's we, true. We, we really haven't been living too differently here. So yeah, Wisconsin's a little ahead on the openings than we are. Yeah, especially when it comes to beer. Yeah, we just, that's just what we do. Yeah, I know a lot of breweries out here like they just weren't doing flights during Rona because it was too hard with cleaning things and keeping things clean and. So uh, it it's just nice. Feels good. It felt like a little little slice of normal. Dude, hell yeah, and we all need that right now. That is for sure. So, Definitely. Anything good with you guys? You guys have have good weekends. Any good research going on, Deb? Anything good I over am, there? I actually ran into Coley and Big Dick Nick. Oh, I heard. Yeah, <laughs> at our favorite Pasole spot. So yeah, so intern Brian and I have been on a quest to find the best Mexican food. Um, our favorite Mexican Noble food place quest. was open for like over a hundred years and then they closed and it was the same wow. family that owned it, ran it, made the food and it was so damn good. It was in Santa Paula and they closed and there's something new there and we don't want to, we don't even want to try it because it's too heartbreaking to be in that building. <laughs> Just won't be the same. It won't be the same. So we've been like traveling all over trying to find good Mexican food and it's funny because we had tried a Mexican food restaurant that we hadn't been to. And we ran into Nick and Nicole there. And she had made a suggestion like, hey, there's this other place that we really like. You should go there sometime. So uh, over the weekend, Brian was like, hey, you should text Nicole and and ask her like, what's good at that place she she suggested. We'll go over there. I was actually (laughs) watching a true crime Dateline program. (laughs) I was super into it. I was drinking a beer, watching my stories, and I forgot to text Nicole. So (laughs) we just drove straight out there to the restaurant, and she has a personalized license plate on her car. She does. So we pulled into the parking lot, and I saw her car, and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? No kidding. (laughs) So we go go out on the patio. We see them sitting there, and we're like, what's good? And so she gives us the whole scoop, and... uh, and then the guy comes to serve us, and he's like, what do you guys want? And I look over at Nick and Nicole, and they're drinking Pacifico, which mm-hmm. when you're at a Mexican food place like that, you got to drink the Pacifico. And I look over at them, and I'm like, you know what? I want what they're having. And the guy comes out with a bucket yep, just filled with Pacificos. Oh, yeah. Thinking, wow. And Brian and I apparently must have, both of our eyes must have just, like, gotten this big, you know, massive, because... uh Nick said he could see us from across the patio, like our face, like, oh shit, is this a challenge? Do we gotta drink all these? <laughs> so like we double did. Double there. It's a physical challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so of course we did. We drank them all and it was delightful. And uh and we'll definitely be back there. So Oh, the beer was good. Was the food good then? The f- okay, so here's the deal is Brian orders the exact same thing in every Mexican food place we go to. And that is Chili Colorado. Mm. And the problem with doing that is if that isn't their specialty, right? it might not be great. But that doesn't mean that everything else isn't good, right? So he had their Chili Colorado. He did not love it. I had a bite. It it wasn't what I would have expected either. Um, I had shrimp, and it's like in this butter garlic mm. sauce, and they butterfly it and fry it up like that, and it was legit. So. Yeah. 
Big Dick Nick is always ordering the seafood there. That's our we've talked about that spot here on the show. Like that's our pozole spot on Sundays. Like we get real yeah. fucked up on Saturdays, and then we head over there on Sundays for pozole and, and tacos and the pastor tacos. I don't know if you had any, but good Mm-mm. god. Oh, okay. That's next. Yeah, that's that's usually our Sunday morning breakfast: pozole and pastor tacos and a bucket of Pacifico. <laughs> and that cures any kind of hangover that you could have potentially had oh. from Saturday night. Yeah, you get your liquids, you get your salt, you get your alcohol, you get your electrolytes, mm-hmm. a little bit of fat in there. You get everything you need to make you feel better. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go and test that on my own on a Sunday morning. Then you let us know when you're hungover. We'll go meet All you right. there. <laughs> Deal. And and if you're one of those brave souls, which I am not, I hear the Manudo is good too. I it's not for me. I love Manudo. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's the texture. It's not even what it is. It's the texture. I can't do it. I get it. Yeah. Flex, are you a Menudo fan? Uh yeah. Not talking was, about Ricky uh, Martin. The pasta dochi to the to the other what? hand side. Wasn't that what that was? Menudo? What? Oh <laughs> I actually listened to that song today for Come the first on. time in like twenty years. My kids Come had never on. heard it. Hand to God, I played that song for my kids today. They had never heard it. <laughs> Greg, that's two damn weeks in a row. Yeah, two my music music is. drops. Oof. And you lose it. You lose it. Good night, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I'm handing over the hosting reins to Flex. It is now his show to do with what he will. Just saying. uh, First meatloaf, next time menudo. Yeah. Good lord. Uh, Flex, any uh, any good weekend? uh, You know, science scene or anything for you? How was your weekend? Um, uh, my weekend. Every single weekend, uh, it's just packed full of work. That's true. You're you're a worker on the weekend. Yeah, working in grocery retail. Uh, just part of the business, but. I did pick up a bunch of phase three stuff this past week. Mm. Um, so I did some research with that. I had some uh, Drecker stuff that got released down here on Tuesday. That's never a bad day. No, it's uh, it was actually very, very wonderful. And uh, after I left work on Saturday, I picked up some Toppling Goliath before I went to spend a couple hours by the in-laws pool. So, Is that pretty ooh. common out there, the Toppling Goliath? Well, yeah, so the Pseudo Sioux, one of their flagship beers, their pale right. ale, uh, I mean, you can get it at my grocery store. Oh, okay. We've we've started getting uh, Pseudo Sioux out here pretty commonly. You guys see my awful pour of my next beer. Yeah. Um, that, one we, <laughs> that one we can pick up at like a Total Wine or a BevMo on a semi-regular basis, but that's the last year or so. Anything else from those guys, it's it's few and far between, unless like Tavor's got it or something. Yeah. Do they do Tavor? They do, luckily. I, in fact, I've got a couple down in the fridge from Tavor, so I'm probably right have those on the show somewhat soon. Yeah, they got a fun one releasing, uh, I think it's this coming week, it's Ferrari Backpack, so I'm hoping to snag that one, mostly because mm-hmm. it sounds just fucking cool. Yeah. If it has a Ferrari on the can, <laughs> I Yeah, and it does. <laughs> Count me in. <laughs> Very nice. So yeah, just, uh, a lot of good beer research this weekend, so that always That's just- what I like to hear. It it always overpowers work, no matter how yeah. bad work is. I love everyone's commitment to science. I'm very mm-hmm. proud of all of you. That's, it's what we're here for. Yeah. <laughs> if nothing else, we're here for science. Uh, before we find out what Flex is drinking tonight, real quickly, I'll tell you, because I forgot to last week, our old time you were of the week, Natty Lads, Natty Lads, has nothing to do with shit beer. Uh, <laughs> they're young thieves or pickpockets. Can you use that in a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> those natty lads took the wallet out of uh, my back pocket natty lads mm. see the only thing i'm thinking of is like the gnats like bugs you know they're just real bothersome mm. sons oh, of bitches yeah. you know they're they just, definitely are just big nuisance that's the only mm-hmm. thing i can think of but you know i always try and slice up the old timey word of the week to kind of figure <laughs> out the where what it derives from and i guarantee i'm completely wrong but I'm sure. I'm sure we'll never figure it out. But no, uh, we never will. Maybe it's like somebody was saying naughty, but they had some weird accent or something. You know? Oh, like a like a Scottish person. Yeah, <laughs> naughty lads. The naughty lads. <laughs> they got me again. Those naughty lads. <laughs> They're always after me. Lucky charms. It's different country. Now we're just being offensive. It's like not even the same country. Oh my! Uh, all right, well, very good. Let's uh, speaking of natty lads, let's find out what our favorite natty lad is drinking over there. 
through the bullpen for beer. Tasty beer. I am drinking Blazed Orange by Hop Butcher. Uh, they're a brewery in the southern state of Illinois. <laughs> South mm. Wisconsin, southern Wisconsin. <laughs> this is a double IPA. It is brewed with Citra and Strata. Okay. And uh, also brewed with oranges and vanilla. So on the can, it does not say that it is a milkshake IPA, uh, but the untapped says it is a Citra and Strata hopped milkshake double India pale ale brewed with lactose, vanilla, and oranges. So that was going to be my question. Is there lactose in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, and it doesn't say on the can, but it says on the untapped, so I'm not... Very strange. I'm not quite sure on the cross-reference. Maybe Hop Butcher can let us know what's going on. But get this, a collective out of over 9,000 check-ins of 4.36. Wow. Dang. I mean, that is a hell of a rating. Mm -hmm. And uh, if I just dive in real quick here. Please stick your nose in, stick your tongue in. Now this is sounding dirty. My deepest apologies. (laughs) The video we're getting here is... (laughs) More than yep. X-rated. Yeah, both the, the nose and the tongue in there at the same time. Uh, I, I feel like we could start an OnlyFans with what just happened. <laughs> so, it's a bit of a talent I have. Um, on the nose, <laughs> super huge on the vanilla. Uh, real, real strong vanilla, mild citrus orange on the back and on the palate. Mm-hmm. Smooth and light. Um, you get that hop forward flavor. You get that orange on the back end with very very low in bitterness um i I wish this would be a little bit thicker but i mean this is an extremely tasty beer well brewed um i have no complaints i i see the 436 and i approve does it taste like a creamsicle i couldn't tell you last time i had a creamsicle (laughs) i'm thinking a creamsicle would probably have a little more orange in there Okay. The orange is very faint on the on the flavor and on the nose. Uh, the vanilla just big time vanilla. Probably the most vanilla I've ever tasted in a beer, to tell you the truth. Wow, hmm. some big words. Oh, I mean it's flex words. <laughs> <laughs> Four, three, six untapped. It's flex approved. There we go. Very nice. Well, sounds delicious. I've never heard of Hot Butcher before, but uh, sounds like they're doing some good stuff. They are uh, Hot Butchers like. The low key, like big hype brewery in Illinois. Uh, they rarely distribute, um, and they do self distribution as well, much like Phase Three. But um, these guys, I don't think they came up here at all last year. Hmm. And it's almost June, and they've only distributed twice, at least to hmm. southeastern Wisconsin. So you gotta be on their so, nice list. You gotta be on their nice list when they have releases. You get there for the release, or you don't get it. But you are also able to find them on Tavor. So, oh, all right. Well, I'll be on the lookout. Can can I just reiterate how much I love when when Flex is Tavor? I, I said it right <laughs> earlier. I no, I love when you say it wrong. It it sounds better. It actually sounds like classy. Yeah, Tavor. I don't think Tavor sounds right. Can I just say that? That that's fine. I will tell you. I went to an event hosted by Tavor, and I even asked one of the employees. I was like, "Is it Tavor?" And they affirmed that, yes, it is. Yeah, you told me that. That's crazy. Or maybe they just didn't want to disappoint you, right? Like Maybe maybe they didn't want to make you feel stupid for saying the wrong thing. Yeah. Totally plausible. But assuming she was telling the truth, I still think we should go to Flex's day four. It does sound classy. I feel like a pinky is up when mm-hmm. it's being said. <laughs> One of these. Uh, I'm, I'm going to work on saying Tavor instead of Tavor. I like it better. Very classy. Okay. So. Right on. Cheers. Every time yes. you laugh, I just feel like an asshole. <laughs> no, no, I love it. Like, I laugh, but I love it. It sounds classy as fuck. I need some of that Midwestern in me. It's great. Well, that's what it is, and I can put that Midwestern in you. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Here comes that OnlyFans, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. This is turning a very out. different show. <laughs> yeah. No, never. That'll be the beginning of the show. That's our cold open right there. <laughs> uh, all right i'm gonna skip a story and then come back to it because i don't want to joke right into it so uh i will mention this there's apparently some legislation on the board that is going to allow us to ship alcoholic beverages via the united states postal service democratic representative jackie Sp- 
Speer of California and Republican Representative Dan Newhouse of Washington. Look at this. Both sides working together. Along with 17 other House co-sponsors, introduced the USPS Shipping Equity Act on Monday, which would allow the Postal Service to ship alcohol as long as it complied with all other state and local laws. Companion bill was introduced by the uh, in the Senate by Democrat Senator Jeff Merkley of Oregon. The proposed legislation also arrived with support from unions and associations covering all sides of the industry, beer, wine, spirits, and even those working uh, to deliver our mail. And it only makes sense. This whole thing where you can't send alcohol through the post office is from Prohibition era. And uh, why the fuck can't we? We got to rely on these FedEx assholes to fuck up my package. Let's ship it through the mail. It's cheaper, well, here, too. Here's the weird thing, too, is so... You know, I can't, for the record, say that I've shipped beer via USPS because it is not legal. No, I same. Um, me neither. So when you go to ship a package, you have a not a warning or a waiver, but like a notification that comes up that you have to sign off on saying that oh, you sure. are not sending something flammable, you are not sending perfume, you are not sending alcohol. And then and batteries, just batteries. in case, yeah, batteries. Yeah. And then just in case, if you're an idiot, they let you know that you can't ship mercury. Right. You know, <laughs> and it's just like, why is perfume? Why is alcohol? You know, obviously you understand chemicals and flammables, but like, what the hell? Can I just say so, that? What the hell? Somebody was trying to ship a lot of mercury. <laughs> Thermometers. I mean. <laughs> That's the only goddamn thing I could think of. But like legit, you know that that disclaimer is there because somebody did it. Like it wouldn't be a disclaimer right. if some asshole wasn't like, I know, I'm just going to fill this box <laughs> full of mercury and batteries and see what mercury. happens. Like, yeah. it's, it's just like the sign in the jacuzzis that say, don't get in if you have active diarrhea. That sign is there for a reason. Right. <laughs> so I don't know if you if you remember this, Greg, but you had me on the show a few years ago and I uh-huh. talked about how the lady at the post office remembered me. And my guys oh, yeah. is I always say I'm shipping maple syrup. I don't know why I came up with that. Mm-hmm. Where she just asked me, "Is there anything liquid?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's maple syrup." And uh, so then the next time I went to ship, she goes, "What's in here?" I said, "Oh, maple syrup." Because in my head, I'm thinking that worked last time. And she goes, "Wow, you ship a lot of maple syrup." <laughs> <laughs> and then my favorite part is, is I only ship beer to one place. I send it to my best friends in Connecticut. So it's like always funny to me to think of a Californian just shipping a shit ton of maple syrup to Connecticut. Right, because you know they're much closer to the source than we are. <laughs> right, they're like a couple hours from Vermont, and they, they go up there all the time. So, <laughs> yeah, I've um, I've done uh, hand soaps, especially during COVID. Hand soap has been Ooh, my excuse. That's so good. you actually um, tell them you're shipping liquid. Yes, but I usually here's the thing: I do not. I think I've only one time. Definitely not shipped with USPS. Uh, usually, I sh- I do not ship alcohol with UPS. My mind's blown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I will, but they always they they ask just the same as USPS. So I'll I'll say uh, uh, you know during COVID hand soaps, um, olive oil is a good one, and I've also said snow globes. Right on. Oh, that's good. Pe- people told me all the tricks when you know, when I was just sent out a couple packages before and uh, not with USPS. Because that would be illegal. Of course not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I just look at the guy behind the counter with a real stern face. And I go, he's, oh, is this liquid? And I go, no. <laughs> and then I just <laughs> and I pay for it and I walk away. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's not going to get handled any differently. We, now more than ever, I am more likely to tell them that there's liquid in there. So there's no like freak out if something happens because mm-hmm. I shipped beer to Allie once. I mean, I personally delivered beer to alley not through any sort of shipping courier and on its way it got stopped and flagged and was just like in the warehouse for a few days couldn't figure out what was going on and then finally on the tracking which was definitely not ups it actually said what had happened and it said uh a beer had exploded and it even listed the beer which was an integrant nighthawk nighthawk i don't wow. know why i remember that but like that crushed my soul when i found out that the nighthawk was the one that got jacked up <laughs> yeah here's the weird thing so i sent her two nighthawks luckily i mean i personally hand delivered two nighthawks <laughs> um so she still got one and here's the weird thing 
there was no evidence of an explosion in the box. I think that might have been the beer delivery tax. Interesting. Yeah. Because I sent like swag and stickers and all kinds of stuff in the with. I mean, I hand delivered. Um, she said everything was clean as could be and dry. So like no sign at all that beer had been anywhere outside of no. the cans. And and Nighthawks, uh, yeah, and it's a very dark beer. Like you would mm-hmm. you would know. Well, and if a beer would have exploded, wouldn't they just have confiscated the package, being that it's illegal? Um, I figured they'd either confiscate it or or toss it or something. Yeah, yeah. very strange. I, I think I got taxed. Maybe it was a listener, and they knew if you were sending a package, there was going to be <laughs> beer in it. That'd be smart of them. Very smart of them. You know, maybe I'm on the side of this guy now. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. He was kind of smart after all. <laughs> We're in the wrong business. <laughs> yeah, we, Flex, you should go back to FedEx. <laughs> Start skimming beer packages. Uh, just check out every name of every package that comes by. I'm, I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah. You start looking at it like, hmm, poor Evita. I bet something's good in here. Quitting my job tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> This one's from Shredded Brew. There's going to be some good Pennsylvania beer in here. Mm. Pennsylvania has good beer. Yeah, they do. Oh, that would be the best. Hi, Vanessa. If you came from Vanessa, you know there's tripping animals in there. Yeah, so. you know it's gnarly. Yeah. So, uh, anywho, uh, USPS, get the shipping beer. That's all I can say. Um, something we talked about last week at length was the situation in the craft beer world, which is uh, the reckoning is really what we should call it. And the the people being called out for their horrible, disgusting behavior, uh, all this being put on uh, Rap Magnet's Instagram stories. If by now you don't know what's happening, then either you don't care or you live under a rock. And if you don't know, please please educate yourself. At the very least, educate yourself. Head on over to uh, Rat Magnet, all in word on the gram, and, and read her stories. She's highlighted everything. You, know, you can save it highlights so you can see them later. So they're all there still. Please read them. I've done my best. I think I've read every story she's posted. I've done my best to read every story she's posted. Uh, one of the big ones, especially out here in California, was Modern Times. They were mentioned over and over again for toxic workplace and all sorts of horribleness. Uh, finally, a few days ago, their founder and CEO, Jacob McKean, resigned from his role as a CEO. And he says, I'm stepping down from my role as CEO will be and we'll begin a formal search for new company leadership. In order to navigate us out of this extremely difficult moment, we need leadership with the skill and experience to handle it effectively. It's time for a change. About a year ago, I had a contentious interaction with an employee via Slack that badly missed the mark. It was a personal and professional failure, and I take full accountability for that. A brave group of Modern Times employees helped me see how I had come up short, which allowed me to overcome my defensiveness around this interaction. I spoke directly to the employee involved, and I apologized personally and profusely. Here's the thing. Um, good. He probably should step down. Clearly, he was not running a business the right way. I am very much a believer in people being able to redeem themselves and uh, work their way out of a shitstorm. If, if we're not allowed to better ourselves, then society will never get better. And so I, I, I really do hope that that is the case with him and with Modern Times. I think a lot of action is needed before I believe what he has written and posted. Um, just saying that to pander to people who are mad is, is really easy, especially if you had some like HR person write it or something. So I don't want to completely write off any of the breweries that were mentioned as far as their ability to become better people. Well, there were a couple that were really inexcusable. But uh, overall, I think people can redeem and better themselves. If not, then society would just be really shitty. So um, I, I I hope he's uh, actually going to follow through with, with bettering himself. I still am not sure how I feel about Modern Times as a company. I do like what Modern Times Oakland, their staff, did last week, which was they just walked the fuck out and said, we're not pouring beer till you guys do something about this. Yeah, kudos to them. Yeah. It takes balls, honestly, to stand up to your bosses sometimes. So to do something like that, I think is really commendable. Well, and then to and then for everyone to get together and just do it together. Um, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that, that is that is a huge thing to do. 
Yeah, not only does it take balls to stand up to your bosses, but also to risk not being paid for anywhere from a few days to being fired. I mean, technically, they could have been right. fired for what they did. Yeah, so, you're absolutely right. Um, my guess is that they're working at a brewery, and I, I don't mean this disparagingly. They're probably not making a ton of money. So that was really brave and, and much needed. Um, I, and I, I giggled because I'm. there's a reason I don't work at a brewery anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes you know firsthand <laughs> i mean you're rich now aren't you right i'm retired right yeah yeah you didn't you didn't leave you retired <laughs> it was just too much when you're like you know i gotta i gotta cut this off or or it's coming um but yeah I, I i really don't know what else to say like i said please read uh the stories from rat magnet on her gram um if anybody wants to bring anything up to us, anybody is, and I don't mean just YouTube, but like anybody listener, you know, we've, we've gained listeners and, uh, I hate saying this is feels weird fans and gram followers and, and really friends. We've met a lot of the people who listen to the show. Um, if there's anything you want to bring up to us, you're more than, or to me, you know, you're more than welcome to, uh, we've made a lot of friendships throughout the, the podcast world, the beer world, the gram world. So Feel free to, to say anything you want to me, good or bad. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got about that. Well, so then my question is here. So it says he resigned as the CEO. So is he staying on with the company in another role? Like he said, as they look for new leadership? So, I mean, he's clearly still the founder. You can't unfound a company. But, Correct. Um, he's he's stepping down as CEO. Here's, here's the one thing I don't like, and this is this applies to him this applies to uh, tired hands a couple of that were mentioned heavily just because you're stepping down doesn't mean you're seeing any financial impact from that correct and while it wouldn't be good for society for you to become homeless uh i you know are you suffering you're making just as much money and not having to work so like i said that's like a legit retirement (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh I, I i hope betterment is upon us as uh individuals that were named as well as companies that were named I, it needs to happen indeed um okay we will lighten things up a little bit now yingling the story continues with their whole merging with miller thing they are now going to be distributed in texas they are slowly making their way out west anybody excited no i mean i think it tastes like liquid gold um okay i I love the stuff i'm sorry maybe part of it is because it's impossible to get here so then when you do get your hands on it it's like magical elixir i will Um, say as someone who does not get it at any sort of regular consistency when i'm on the east coast i will definitely order some yingling it is yeah it is good wow so here's a story so i went to a bachelor party um about six or seven years ago, and it was in Ohio, and all my friends kept talking about was being able to buy Yingling. Mm. I had no fucking clue what this beer was, and they were just buying 30 packs upon 30 packs upon 30 packs, because they were like, whatever, we can't drink here, we're just going to take home and drink. Well, I tried it there, and I just don't get it. That's fair. I I don't get it at all, but I'm also a high life guy. (laughs) Milwaukee represent. Milwaukee, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's kind of, if I'm going out to a weekend shindig, like a bachelor party, I'm grabbing myself some high life and I, I but I just didn't get the yingling thing at all. I just don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had it in probably five years or so, Okay, but, uh, when I've had it, I've enjoyed it. It's great light beer. See, I have, I have a boss who brought me a yingling Oktoberfest, uh, two years ago. Mm. I didn't know they that? did different styles of beers either. I've, I have no idea because we don't see them. Right. And uh, I mean, it wasn't half bad. It was a, a decent enough drinkable beer. Okay. But again, I, I just don't understand the, the I mean, oldest brewery in America. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, oldest craft beer or oldest craft brewery in America. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. So uh, may, maybe that has something to do with it. But other than that, I just don't get it. But, wait, but, I thought Anchor was... Wait, isn't Anchor the oldest craft brewery in America? No, they're no longer craft. Oh, shit. But honestly, I don't know that Yingling is any longer craft. They've merged to some extent with Miller. So. Right. Hmm. Mm. Now we're actually having to do some real research. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I've tried. I'll tell you, uh, it's not easy to to Google brewery name plus RU Craft. Like nothing really comes up. <laughs> you have to send them like a regular like handwritten letter. <laughs> Hi, yes. my name is Greg. Can you tell me, are you Craft? Dear sirs or madams, <laughs> please be my pen pal. Maybe you should put it up on the grams for people to debate. I think so. This could be uh, a great debate, especially those from the East Coast. Maybe they have better insight than I do. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. they can let us know. Yeah, please. I'll, I'll put something up there and uh, let us know, even if you don't see the whatever I put up. Yeah. Let Wendy, us let us know. Please, Wendy. Yes. I know. You know, Wendy likes their, they did like a Hershey. Yeah, the Hershey thing. Porter. Yeah. I yeah. saw her buying that many a time. So. Um, last week, when Erica was on the show, we talked about Wisconsin cities. I think I brought up Fond du Lac, Fond du Lac, sorry, uh, in particular as being like I think was, I think I said the most bars per capita. Yeah, or the drunk. I think I said most bars. Yeah, and that's because I had an uncle that used to live there, and he said it was like the drunkest city and the most bars per capita. Well, we were saying on the show we need to put some real research into this. I have done said research. I have two categories for you. First is the top ten most bars per capita. And then I also have the drunkest cities in America, and it has a little different criteria. All right, Greg so, Letterman, let's go. <laughs> I got to clear my throat just like Dave, and I'm going to start throwing the cards behind me as I read them <laughs> off. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, so bars per capita, top 10. Start at number 10, Ithaca, New York. Number nine, Sheboygan. Wisconsin. Hey yo. Number eight, Whitewater, Wisconsin. Hey yo. <laughs> Number seven, Myrtle <laughs> Beach, South Carolina. Number six, surprises isn't higher, Las Vegas, Nevada. Number five, Portland, Oregon. Number four, Nolens. Number three, Reno, Nevada. Number two, Maui, Hawaii. Wow. Can anybody guess the number one city and it is not from Wisconsin? Uh, I got nothing. Boston? It's from California. Oh, I don't know. Number one, San Francisco, California. Wow. Did not see that coming. Congrats, San Francisco. Right. Now here is where Flex is really going to represent. The drunkest cities in (laughs) America. I'm not even embarrassed. I'm proud. No, no. There's nothing to be embarrassed about here. Drunkest cities in America. So the criteria was percentage of adults drinking to excess. (laughs) <laughs> percentage of driving deaths involving alcohol that's oh, not shit. cool yeah that's the not est- cool. yeah the estimated number of restaurants and bars per 100,000 people and the median household income those four criteria created this list of the top 20 drunkest cities in america sorry number 20 we have milwaukee yay Hey-o. number 19 ames iowa Number 18, Fairbanks, Alaska. Number 17, Lincoln, Nebraska. Number 16, Watertown, New York. 15, making a comeback, Sheboygan, Wisconsin. <laughs> you know, Sheboy- four- Sheboygan's like the Florida of Wisconsin, by the way. <laughs> there, there's a radio station that does, you know, you're from Sheboygan when. Oh, that's So I good. just thought I'd let you know. Do they have gators, too? Nah, I'm sure they got something. <laughs> uh, number 14, ooh, D- Dubuque, Iowa? Dubuque. 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 Okay, Dubuque. good, thanks. Dubuque. Uh, number 13, Iowa City, Iowa. Number 12, Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Yeah, Greg's uncle. <laughs> number 11, Mankato slash North Mankato in Minnesota. I'm sure I fucked that up. Number 10, La Crosse, Minnesota. No, La Crosse, Wisconsin. Oh, so here's... Oh, you know what? You're right. So it's La Crosse slash Onalaska, which I guess is Wisconsin and Minnesota. So La Crosse, Wisconsin and Onalaska, Minnesota. Onalaska is also in Wisconsin. Okay, well, then this list is garbage and I should stop reading it now. Um, yeah, this is La Crosse, Onalaska, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Very strange. Well, all to Wisconsin. Number nine, Flex, you're going to have to help me with this. Wausau, Wisconsin? Yeah, you nailed it. Oh, okay. Wausau, what's up? Wausau. Wausau. <laughs> Wausau. 
Uh, number eight, Grand Forks, North Dakota. Number seven, Missoula, Montana. Number six, Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Gnarly. Number five, Fargo, North Dakota. And the top four, all Wisconsin cities. Uh, Madison, Appleton. I'm going to need help on this one again. Eau Claire. Uh, Eau Claire. Eau Claire. E-A-U. Eau Claire. Okay. And then uh, number one. Aaron Rodgers' former team, Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. Don't say former team, though. That's sad. He's leaving, and I hope he comes to the Niners. He won't. So while Wisconsin may not have tons of the most bars per capita, they are (laughs) possessing tons of the drunkest cities in America. Yeah, if you come here, you're going to get drunk. (laughs) It's it's just a fact. I had an issue with the criteria, though. Oh, okay. So... The first one was what drinks to excess, like yes. Who who calculates what is in excess? Like yeah, percentage of adults drinking to excess. I'm sure they're using the government thing, which is like more than two drinks a night type of situation. Oh well, fuck off with that. The yeah. and then the last one. I'm was a full what? blown alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was the last one? It was your annual average income, yeah, median household income. Okay, but. What the fuck does that have to do with it? Poor people drink, rich people drink. What does it fucking matter? It is kind of strange. You're right. Like people are going to get booze no matter what. Right. That that was weird to me. That should be a quality of booze factor. That should be. Yeah. Because you know, people that are making like seven figures ain't drinking Mad Dog 2020 or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they are. Maybe they like the taste. (laughs) I always thought Scott was making seven figures and just drinking shit beer for the fun of it. I guess that's not the case. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, if anybody in one of those twenty cities wants to fight back, please, please let us know. Come at us. Well, not me though, because no Wisconsin rules. <laughs> Milwaukee all the way. All right. Which one should I end it on? I think I'll end it on this. Married man was horrified as he wakes up to drunk woman performing sex act on him. Plex knows the story. All the time. (laughs) Every time he wakes up. Every time I wake up. This happened in the jolly good England. A woman has been jailed for three and a half years after she sneaked into the room of a married man and performed oral sex on him as he slept. Marie Lamar of Milton Keynes removed her clothes and went to the man's room after she returned. After she returned from a drinking session just days before England went into its coronavirus lockdown last year, he was sleeping separately from his wife due to his snoring and was awoken to a woman trying to engage in sex with him in pitch black. Prosecuting counsel John Farmer said he mistakenly thought it was his wife. The defendant tried to pull him on top of her, plainly trying to engage in sex, but she fell off the bed. The realization came that it was not his wife. He came to his sentence he came to his senses as he was in a deep sleep, turned the light on and realized she was drunk and stark naked. The victim told his wife what had happened as she immediately phoned the police. While the trio were waiting for officers to arrive, Lamar threatened to knock her fucking teeth out. <laughs> Lamar attempted to resist arrest and assaulted a police officer. Body-worn camera footage showed her kicking the officer to the chest with her bare foot. Naked? (laughs) I can only imagine still naked. Did she attack him naked? Must have been. Oh, my God. Following an interview where she claimed she couldn't remember anything, Lamar then admitted charges of causing a person to engage in sexual activity without consent, sexual assault, common assault, and assault of an emergency worker. Well, here's what I'm thinking. Is yeah, I, I would claim I thought it was my wife too. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, no, honey, yeah, I totally thought it was you. Uh, I don't know who she is. Yeah, no, yeah, it was it was yeah, it was great. I thought it was you. When you said the fall off the bed thing, I I can't. I like I almost died right now. Cuz really had... that's that's how like I don't know. Just the whole I thought it was my wife until she fell off of the bed. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like she he he noticed the different scream of her falling off the bed, but he right. couldn't she notice sounded the heavier difference. than my wife. 
it wasn't <laughs> she his wife. It. Like I guarantee she wasn't like a, a twin or a clone. Here was the the thing that the story did not cover that I really needed information on. It did not say how she got into his house. Are we talking like she broke in? Is she a roommate? Is she a friend? There's just well, a random drunk naked woman climbing on this guy trying to suck him off. Well, and you got to think too, like, has did she know who this guy was? Has she stalked him? How did she know he slept separately from his wife? Or right. was it just like all just going really, really well for her until <laughs> she fell off the goddamn bed? It's like, wow, this couldn't get any better. My plan is working to perfection. I could use a little help from Keith Morrison here. There are some unanswered questions. <laughs> well, I definitely, I mean, you know, as a woman, when I'm intoxicated, the first thing I want to do is be like, I'm just going to go find some random dick to suck. <laughs> Isn't that how it works? <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. I just walk around <laughs> opening doors. Until There's got to be one here somewhere. <laughs> somewhere, my God. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, she found herself one. She she hit the right door. It's a good thing she didn't go in the wife's room. Well, maybe yeah. uh um, I, don't I don't know. know maybe, man. maybe the maybe the wife is just pissed. Like maybe the wife's pissed she didn't go into her room. Oh, a little jealousy. Mm-hmm. A little jealousy yeah. action going on. Yeah, yeah. So uh anyways, what was her name? Marie Lamar. Uh <laughs> choose your doors wisely next time. <laughs> Marie, my door is always open. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) She can come on over in about three and a half years. Oh, well played. Well played. Yeah. Well, that's everything that we've got for you tonight. Thank you all for joining. Thanks for for listening. Deb, thanks for hanging out with us again tonight. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. It's always fun for us. Uh, One hop, H-O-P, mess on the gram is where you can find her and um maybe every now and then a picture of her pantsless intern <laughs> sans pants sans pants just kidding there's no naked pictures on her <laughs> <laughs> really really old sans old underscore pants yeah <laughs> we should create him a, a beer gram that is just like just sans, sans pants. pants yeah or yeah. sans clothes or beer sans clothes something like that i think he needs a beer gram like that mm-hmm. so. uh go follow her one hop mess on the gram go follow flex at flex me a beer with underscores in between each word find us at the unfiltered gentleman and the unfiltered gentleman.com and don't forget to leave us a drunk voicemail maybe you have a great drunken new sex story that you've accidentally found a guy who was sleeping separately from his wife. We'd love to hear it. 805-538-BEER-2337. I think that's everything. I thank you all. I hope you're staying very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody.